This is Werewolf the Podcast, a podcast about the role-playing game, Werewolf the Apocalypse. Have you heard of high-level games? If you're a content creator looking to make your dream a reality, you need high-level games. High-level games does layout, editing, and development support such as Kickstarter and more. Even if you're not a creator and just want to enhance your game with exciting new supplements, go to highlevelgames.ca and check out Dark New England for V20. High-level games. We want to help you level up your role-playing game. Highlevelgames.ca Welcome back to another episode of Werewolf the Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Josh Heath, and today it's just going to be me uh, because I'm talking about a video game. Uh, it's a video game we've already reviewed the demo for and talked about. Uh, so this is the video game Heart of the Forest. Heart of the Forest is a narrative adventure game, and it's the very first video game adaptation of Werewolf the Apocalypse. Uh, you play as Maya who's a young woman searching for clues about her family in the last primeval forest of Central Europe. She doesn't know that she will soon find herself in the middle of a deadly conflict between forces beyond her understanding. And that is very, very true. This game is very, very visually appealing. From the very moment it begins, the art is amazing. The design of the music goes along with the art in a way that is really, really incredible, and it's enriching, and it really grabs your attention and pulls you into the story. I flew through this game. Um, I read fairly quickly anyway, and it is a visual novel, so it's uh, narratively focused. Everything is uh, read, um, and you get to choose different branching paths as you're going through the story. Um, and I found all of the choices really interesting and engaging, and I was impressed with how deeply immersed I was in the story. It really did feel like I was playing a one-to-one -one Werewolf the Apocalypse game with a storyteller who was very, very good at evoking the right emotions and sense of struggle that you have as you are having or going through your first change and you're beginning to experience life as a Garou. And you start off not knowing anything about werewolf society, about Garou society, about the Garou nation, um, or any of the various tribes within the world of darkness. So you don't know any of that to begin with. But that offers an interesting inlet for players that are completely unfamiliar with Werewolf the Apocalypse. You'll learn enough to get a good grounding in the story just by playing through this game. Uh, it gives you little uh, clues and hints uh, and little bits of information, a little bit of game lore, which you can hover over uh, as you go through the game and you learn a little bit more about whatever it is, a phrase that's used or a tribal term or something like that. Um, it's really, really well put together in that regard, in that as a player, I wanted to go through this story. I wanted to know what was going to be happening around the bend. You want to know about the Pusha, um, the forest, the primeval forest that you are investigating. You want to know about the townsfolk. You want to know about the logging that's going on and how to stop it. I'm trying to avoid spoiling anything necessarily in this review 
Um, but I will tell you that uh, in a few moments, I'm going to start giving some of my critiques and some of my questions that I guess that I have about the material here and whether or not I really feel like it is perfect. Like I think this game does a really, really good job of being a fairly short interactive novel that is engaging, it's replayable. There are supposed to be over 200,000 different variations of dialogue and story and five different endings that you can potentially get into, which I think is fantastic for this type of game, having that many choices and those um, many different endings is exactly what you need. But it's going to take you about four to five hours, maybe six hours, seven hours at most to play through this. Um, which is good. I think that's a good, solid story. It's fast in a way that you want to keep playing through it. I kept going, I want to get to the next part. I want to keep moving forward. I never felt like I want to walk away from this now, except for at one point. Uh, and otherwise, I was very much engaged in in-depth, um, deep into the storyline and wanting to know what's happening with Maya, what her relationship with her friend Anya is going to look like, what her relationship with the different uh, protesters that are protesting this logging in the forest uh, is going to look like, and how her relationship with herself, with her heritage, with all of that is going to play out. I wanted to know more about Maya's family, and I wanted to know more about the choices that she was making constantly. Um, and I think that's a very very good thing i think the uh, developers did a really good job of making this game feel immersive and engaging and interesting i guess my key question and it's a lore question is there's at one point where you are asked or where you're told in character that the get Fenris tribe are all horrible and that they all worked with Hitler or that a certain percentage of them worked with the Nazis and I thought that was an odd choice and I wonder why that choice was made because this is going to potentially be a player group in the Werewolf the Apocalypse content down the road for W5 when W5 is released I would imagine that the Fenrir are going to be present and to put all of that negativity on that tribe, particularly as a gateway storyline for players that have never had a chance to experience the world of darkness before, for this to be their gateway, they're going to walk into a W5 scenario and have some opinions about the Fenrir and then find out, oh, hey, this is a player group. I question and I wonder how that is going to reverberate through those people's minds when they discover that this is a player group and how that is going to make them react, what sort of opinions they're going to have about that group going into it. Are they going to be interested in going against that stereotype or are they going to believe that stereotype is true and then get frustrated and maybe even offended that this content is present in the game? I don't know. Um, I think that's a good question. I think it's certainly something that I see as a bit of a critique on my end. I found it interesting that the other tribes that were present were very diverse. There's a lot of uh, positive queer content here. 
Um, I thought that was fantastic, and I was very, very happy to see a character with gender-neutral pro pronouns and who presented themselves as a gender-neutral individual, and that was really well done. I think they are an interesting character, and your interactions with them are very interesting, so I was happy about that. I was definitely um, pleased with the fact that you have Bonars and Glasswalkers and the Red Talons. You have a Sibirak, who are a sub-tribe of Younger Brother and the Silverfangs in the old lore present in this storyline, and that makes me wonder, are the Sibirak going to be elevated to full tribe status in some sort of way in W5? That would be cool. It would, be, it would certainly be an interesting uh, editorial choice. Um, and I am curious to know more about that character and about who they are. You don't really get enough time with them to really dig in and learn more, but it would be really cool if you got that opportunity in the future and maybe a sequel to this or downloadable content or something like that that expanded the story a little bit more. Um, you have here an excellent outing by Different Tales and Walkabout Games. Those are the two, the developer and the publisher. The de developer's Different Tales and the publisher's Walkabout Games. They have done a wonderful job of creating a Werewolf the Apocalypse story here that I found engaging and interesting and deep. And if it weren't for the content about the Fenrir, I would give this a 10 out of 10 in a heartbeat. It, with that, I have to reduce my score a little bit and how I'd review this, and I would bring it down to an 8.5 or a 9 out of 10. Still really, really excellent, still really, really amazing, but I have to wonder what the purpose was of putting the Fenrir on such a negative footing. It's just kind of frustrating as a creator and a player and a storyteller in the world of darkness and the world of the apocalypse world to have blanket statements like that thrown out and then not have a way to push back on it at all. Um, there didn't really feel like there was a chance to explore that connection that your character has to the Fenrir in a way that may have been beneficial or um, interesting. Um, when I played through, I played through as a Galliard. I made my choices very intentionally to be a Galliard. Um, I am personally, I feel like I resonate with the Galliard auspice. I was actually born under a Galliard moon. I'm a storyteller. It makes sense for me to try and play through the game in that particular way. And ultimately, you choose your tribe as well. And I chose to be a child of Gaia, which again, for me, totally fits. That would be the tribe that I would choose if I had to choose a tribe of werewolves to belong to. Um, so you get to choose through your actions, your auspice. You get to choose your tribe through your direct choices. And you get to choose how you go about your rite of passage and exactly how that is going to play out. I find all of that awesome. I found all of that really interesting and deep, and I would recommend this to pretty much anybody. But to Werewolf the Apocalypse fans, I would be careful about what you're expecting going into this. This is an introductory story to Werewolf the Apocalypse. This is not a already established uh, player who knows what they're doing, who knows the world, 
um, is going to find anything revelatory in this. You're going to find a good story that's engaging and interesting, but you're not going to find a, oh, wow, I didn't expect that. This is actually a fairly straightforward um, first change, rite of passage, introduction into werewolf story. And I think that is great. You can tell that the creators know what they're talking about when it comes to werewolf. They know it because they are World of Darkness fans themselves. And I am impressed with their level of investment and interest and love for the genre. And I think they hit it on the head more often than not. So, like I said, I would give this game probably an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, definitely think it's worth it. I definitely think you should go out and buy it if you haven't uh, done so already. So I think that's where I'm going to end my review. If you have any thoughts uh, or questions or concerns, please definitely let us know. And until we finally get an answer to the question of when will you rage, we'll talk to you again next time.